Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect while I feast. The labels picking up the check, then I leave to catch my set. The audience never Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Recognition and Respect with your boy Sneaky. I got the homie Camo211 right here. Say what's up to the people, fam. Yo, what's up, everybody? How the fuck you doing? We live. We are live. If you're tuning in live, we're not monitoring the chat. We're just giving this some content for y'all to just tune in. Hopefully it's helpful. Uh, we'll be posting up all this later, so if you can't watch it right now, for sure, uh, keep in touch for all the links and shit for later listening consumption. Uh, but yeah, let's just kick it off, man. Um, I just realized you never did an episode of Recognition and Respect before, so I have to ask you the same question I ask everybody else when they're on the show. Just uh, tell me uh, who you are and what you do, and you could be as literal or as metaphorical as you want to be. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, me, I am Camel211 from Camel211 Entertainment right here, Selfish Hour Podcast. Joining y'all right here with Sneaky Entertainment. It's a pleasure to join you right here, man. I always see that the way you've been promoting and doing your podcasting for a bit. And I really, I really appreciate it that you join us up on Selfish Hour and letting me participate up right here. Yeah, man. Well, you're part of the uh, Super Audio Network, and I've been homies with Dre and Fix, and I've actually been on a couple different shows over there, fucking Packing Ganja, Social Primates. So it's a uh, you know, I always, I always get love from the social, uh, from the, from the Super Audio Network, and I'm just, you know, trying to return the favor. You had us on your shit. You jumped in on my live. You know, I'm just uh, trying to do my part. You know, continue building a platform, and you know, stay connected with all the folks. You know, if this quarantine and shit wasn't happening, you know, we would have been seeing each other at shows, or you, you would have been throwing shows. We would have been, you know, doing work together. So, trying to keep that spirit alive. You know, and this is. In this digital age, Corona age, you know, this is how we do it with the uh, Zoom and fucking virtual interviews and shit, you know? Quarantine edition style, you know, but it, it is what it is. And we're, we're, us as artists, we're also, we're, we're also, how do I say it? Um, we're also like role models and examples to people. So most definitely we got to show them that we're also doing our part as well as artists and social distancing and keeping everybody safe. And also, if we're doing our part, we would appreciate it. Like, you guys uh, respect the others as well, because some of us do take it serious, some of us don't, some of us still think it's a joke, but whatever the case is, I'm, I'm just doing my part, keeping it social, wearing a mask when I'm around everywhere, like, assholes. Some, some places don't let you even go in if you don't have a mask. Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of signs that say, you know, mask, no entrance. Are you working right now, or are you deemed, quote-unquote, essential, or are you still out there uh, on the front lines, you working from home, what's your situation right now? My financial situation is that I'm working, which a part of me kind of wish I kind of didn't because I'm trying to do my part and fully stay at home. But I am taking precaution and washing my hands continuously all the time. It's just starting to look like chicken hands, you know, like always. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so now I got to carry around some um, some lotion so my knuckles won't be so ashy. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing my part. I sanitize everything in my work area because the majority of things that I do is mainly work with steel majority of the time so I gotta sanitize it as much they say uh, that it stays there for a long time and you gotta wash it along with your hands and uh, just just the main idea and what what I my knowledge of what I'm understanding the virus is is the contact so whatever you touch and as long as you touch your face and then you're you know, everything, you, you jeopardize yourself for getting sick by transferring it from your hands to your face. 
So I'm just so saying before, you say you work with a lot of steel, right? So before this whole thing, was there a big emphasis on sanitation and cleaning and all disinfecting, or is that something that they implemented after? It's more definitely after. Me, personally, I clean up my place. You know, I don't want them talking shit later, but it was supposed to do, you know, not trash everywhere. But I try to make, I always try to maintain as much as possible. I always clean out my, my area and what do you call it, uh, as much as I could. Because sometimes they always have me here. They have me there. They always have me doing a lot of things. I don't really necessarily stick in one position. So that's why I've been working for the past eight years, like, nice and continuously right there. So the fact that I'm still going is good. I'm glad that I could do my part because, you know, bills still got to get paid. So I know how people feel. If I was, if I wasn't working and I still have things to do and payments and a family to provide, I would be fucking outraged as well. You know, I, I fully understand others right now. Yeah, man. Well, it sounds like uh, you're definitely one of the blessed, privileged ones to still have a job. You know, I'm glad you're keeping safe and all that. You mentioned we're artists, uh, but you didn't actually in your intro say what you do or you, you rap, right? And you put out music. I'm actually I actually been doing things and and um, mainly just writing. At first, started off just writing lyrics. And later on, I started actually recording. And then along the way, I started helping out uh, other people like to do some of their music. Like I hook them up with hooks, or or maybe like help them out rephrase certain things or or pronunciation and stuff. But yeah, mainly I do the music, but I help out as well. You know, like with, when it comes music because i really love it you know i do a lot of things i also play the harmonica and the keyboard as much as i could as well oh yeah i saw you you posted a live video or a video right of you playing the harmonica you're like quarantine skills and shit <laughs> <laughs> this is what yeah so i started just like working out with a with a few harmonica ones right there um and then one time i joined the uh, Oh, okay, my bad. You want to disconnect me? <laughs> what happened? Am I in your way? <laughs> <laughs> no, my girl wants to get the charger, and I'm like, next to it, like, oh, am I in your way? Oh, here we go, bro. Like, See, this is what happens when you don't have the studio, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fully. Nah, but we got good. It's just I was, I was next to the charger. It's all good now. <laughs> so uh, you also have a podcast, right? And uh, yeah. have you... I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I know Dre's been doing other stuff with the social media and the content lately. Are you guys not doing shows right now, or what's the deal with that? Well, the thing is, um, I want. I wanted to. I still wanted to keep pushing it and going about it. The fucked up thing is, I had. I had a perfectly nice schedule and I already had the last three bands ready to finish up season two of Selfish Hour Punk Rock. So what I've been doing lately is uh, one with the Corona Watch was was. When this barely happened, it was like the week after my, my show schedule, and we had to cancel with Eddie from the Hillview Band. Shout out to Eddie, you know, like, but we got back to them next, next week on Tuesday. We go live with the Hillview Band, and we're going back about it the same way, but only this time through Skype. So that's, uh, that's the way we've been doing it. And I was actually surprised people still want to do it, but I'm glad they still want to go ahead and participate, you know, because uh, it lets me see that I'm, I'm doing something right, too, that even though they can't physically be there, Skype call or a phone call is, is good. You know, we even, uh, for Corona Watch, we even heard a uh, uh, shout-out to the new scholars. You know, they, they called in, too, and they told us what they thought about it as well. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're doing our part, and shows are still going on. Certain other shows we couldn't do, but now, now we're all trying to adapt to it and work with the Skype as much as we could right there at the network. No, so I totally you feel you, bro. Work. I was talking to Echo uh, last night to say about the same shit. It's like, like the, the right now the quality and the video it's not as good as we would want it you know and the vibe is not it's not the same as being in person but 
you got to do what you can do. You got to still bring it out to the people. You still got to give people a place to go and talk. I know bands who are not performing right now and who have, you know, didn't stock up on content. I'm pretty sure they're happy to have a show that they can go on and like talk about and still bring awareness to their band and their music and still try to push whatever they were doing before this got locked down. So, I mean, I'm glad it's still going on. Shout out Dre, always doing his his best to like make sure shows happen and workarounds and all that and good shit for you, man. So how have you been getting through this coronavirus struggle though? Like, did you personally feel the the you know I've I've heard common you know stories about depression and anxiety and like not wanting to get yeah, in bed well, I'm, and I'm, not I'm, being able to like be creative and even you know trying to force yourself to write make beats make music did you feel any of that? Uh, the anxiety part I would honestly say yeah because um as soon as I started seeing shit and then people saying that you know it's being serious and we got to get locked down, and then we, like, pretty soon, the law's going to be like, you got to, like, well, this was when it, when it really started. I had, like, an anxiety attack myself, but uh, they're saying that people got to be wearing it sometimes. Even, um, I saw, like, a person or two rocking it on, uh, the last show that I went to, to support, was Mother Rose, you know? Night Fair told me that, uh, that uh, he gave me the invite for the Mother Rose release, and I went over there, I started seeing some people wearing it, and that's when I noticed that it started being a serious thing, and then I go around to Stores that say they won't let you in if you don't have like a mask or gloves, but they didn't really make it that serious yet. It was really like the peak of it, and then after that, once you start seeing it and, and everybody's like that, and then you start seeing, they're telling you that it's transferable through coughs and touching, and you see how crazy close people are and coughing all over the place and sneezing. It kind of made you feel like everybody was contaminated around you, you know? Right, yeah, and that's that's definitely like what they've said is like best practice is just to assume you have it, assume everybody has it, and like keep your contact to a minimum, keep your distance, and all that. Um, so, was there a point where the anxiety started to wear off and you kind of like saw the light at the end of the tunnel, or are you still kind of like some days you're good, some days you're bad? I know you're working, oh. so it's probably harder to like that, probably adds to it, right? Because you're actually out there in the yeah, world. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually where it happened. Uh, it was fucked up because usually, um, I'm a very control type fellow, you know, like I'm a, I'm a mellow type guy, you know, you and me would be doing the same thing right now. I go yeah, 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 like, yeah, little chief, down, little major smokage. <laughs> yeah, you know, give, give, me, give, me a little, give me a little break, relax, you know, enjoy my little edibles right there so I won't smell Yoli edibles. Right oh, shout out Yoli, yeah. shout out Yoli. Yeah, yeah, delicious. Highly recommend you guys get at them. Chocolate covered mangoes. For the, yeah, for, be eating those for all the work, vegan man. eats. I love all the vegan eats, man. Me and Yoli got to do some work. We've been talking about that. I can't stop removing the, the smell of the chocolate covered mangoes in my mouth because of the mask. You know, it just keeps fucking <laughs> slamming me. <laughs> the, the mask is the ultimate flavor saver, you know? <laughs> And also, I don't be tripping at work, you know, like, oh, no, it's the smell, you know, like, everybody's got masks, and all they smell is the bleach, or... Or their sick-ass, fucking nasty-ass breath, yeah, dude, I bet a bunch of people got a wake-up call with that mask about how, like, their fucking mental hygiene, their mental, I mean, their dental hygiene is all fucked up. Like, yo, we honestly got to go ahead and start brushing our teeth, guys, here's a little scope for everybody. (laughs) It's part of the pack now, it's like, here's a mask and some scope. And, uh, look, let me tell you, like, this is, um... If this was, like, they say the end of the world, like, it's true, and then they say the aliens are going to come down and check it out, at least we're all going to, 
they're going to look at us as the clean human race. You know, like, hey, these fools died a clean death. <laughs> Everybody here with their washed hands and their fucking wife. <laughs> nah, dog. It would just take one scan to be like, oh, there's a fucking oil spill right there. There's a radioactive meltdown over there. There's parts of the desert people can't even go. We're a nasty-ass race, fool. Like, if anything... Yeah, bro, it- it's crazy because they say that here in Italy, Italy, uh, my bad, I've been having a few drinks this session. In Italy, <laughs> right here, that um, pollution has calmed down and our air is like more fucking clean again. You know, and it's like, I actually feel that I'm over here to that. Oh, yeah, it's the freshness. It's not everywhere. Nah, yeah, I live on. Uh- I'm in my apartment right here. Like I have like a little stair stoop balcony, not really a balcony type thing, but I pretend it's my balcony and I can see the mountains, man. And like most days, like it's rare. It has to be like after a fresh rain or something like a crazy wind to be able to see the mountains. But I've been like being able to see the mountains consistently for like the last couple of weeks. And it's actually a trip. I also live right in like the flight path of LAX. I live like right here, Southeast LA, like, they pass right over my shit, so I'd always see like lines and lines of uh, planes. And now it's only once in a while, so there's definitely been like a huge change, and and the less traffic, right? Not not as many people driving, trucks are not shipping as much. It's just been a whole gas gas has gone gone down. Well, they gotta give that shit to us for free, or else no one's gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. And uh, I be driving, I be driving a VA man. My expedition don't fucking like you know don't drink that shit like water. Oh word! Oh yeah, dude. Now nah, you gotta you gotta downsize to something more uh, environmentally friendly, bro. Can't be on that SUV nah. tip anymore. <laughs> nah, that's why I got it. I was I was cruising around with uh with like twenty five thirty bucks on my Sentra and shit, you know, back then, and and that's why uh it recently kind of gave out on me, so that's why I got this one, but. I'm sorry, man. I can't go back to a little car no more. Once you get that fucking big feel, you can't go to a little car no more, man. I, I like that shit. I love that shit. I cleaned it up. I recently cleaned the rims. I haven't cleaned it like that. I've never seen it shine before. And I'm a proud rim owner. And I was never like, you know, like that. I never give a fuck about it. But yeah, you know, things change. People change as well. I got blessed on this one. You know, I got lucky on that one. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, um, like, you know, like, costing me too much it was almost like a gift to see to the fact that they see the family team that i'm doing good have you uh did you get a a refund on any of your insurance or have you been getting any kind of uh did have you got any perks from the from the pandemic any any bills put on hold any 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 benefits so i'm not gonna lie to you actually no like when it, when it comes to to that uh no, nothing goes on hold and the fucked up shit is uh like a month before before this happened and burst it up, I just bought my, myself a new watch too and shit, you know, so it was like, <laughs> that shit couldn't have come at a worse time. Wow, yeah. And then, yeah. I, and, then I had to, and then I had to pay for some other shit for the car and like, this is horrible, man. But you know what? It, it, everything happens for a reason. We're out here working strong and stuff. I'm not alone too, you know, my girl does her thing and um, she's usually in charge of like, you know, majority of like food and stuff i'll take care of all the stuff so i'm not really alone you know like we're i feel you, yeah y'all you got a unit you got a team there's you know there's a there's a yeah there's there's some synergy going on right there like you, you all got each, you got support you all got each other's back that's key so let's move on to theories man you got any crazy uh coronavirus theories and if not um do you, when do you think this is all going to be over man when do you think our dive bar circuit is going to come back when do you think We'll be able to do our little fucking 15, 20, 30 people hip-hop shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have any estimates on that? Oh, man. I 
honestly. I, I want to tell you just for selfish reasons that I want this shit to end soon. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Reason, but, but realistically, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I would honestly hope that, that um, honestly, I'm just, like I said, Shneek, I'm trying for all the info that I'm gathering and trying to see what's up and also my knowledge of what I know of being a human and how my body works. Um, I'm just putting two and two together. I'm trying to see what's up, and I'm hoping, like, most likely the summer, the Los Angeles sun will fucking kill the shit out of it and make everybody, like, you know, just, like, sweat this shit out and or burn it the fuck up or we find a way to clean things up, you know? Like, honestly, that that's just my shit right there. But as for theories, uh, at first, I was kind of, like, listening to everybody's theories of that whole 5G thing, but I was all like, nah, that doesn't make sense. I saw you pushing that 5G shit, and I was, I saw you and Novid, and I was like, man, I cannot believe these fools are my friends right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was all like, nah, but there's a little bit of them. I was like, what's going on with this 5G shit? It can't be like that. Is it just phones, or is it like like Wi-Fi, or is it like, you know, I'm tripping out, because when I said I was all panicked out with that anxiety shit, like, my Wi-Fi says 5G. Is this 5G? <laughs> nah, bro. It's Mother Earth. She's doing a cleanse, bro. That's what it is. But, you know, it just comes in waves like this. Uh, so what else are you working on? You got any projects? You have any, any music you're producing? Anything that you're writing? Um, you said the podcast are still going to be cracking. You have a schedule? Anything you want to promote? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I want to go ahead and promote uh, more type productions, a producer for the Demon in the Skies album, the mixtape that's going on, and also some old remakes, the EP, uh, the majority for the EP and for the album, and like maybe like two or three songs for the mixtape is going to be multi-beat. And we're going to give credit to everybody that helped me out. I'm, I'm up for the free mixtape that I'm going to be doing handouts. I'm going to be go ahead and um, putting old projects from before that like even though I never released it or we don't work with each other like that it doesn't mean that these songs were not great and people deserve credit you know it should happen but these are great songs that I believe everybody should fucking listen to it's got a positive message a very powerful one with the old mixtape the majority is old school ones and new ones the EP is majority all new and then the album is some old classic ones some redos and some brand new shit right here. So all, all the multi-beats right there for the EP and the album well, make sure you send me all the links to that shit so I could, uh, oh, you know, yeah. spread it and all that. And uh, any information you come along, man, I've been trying to uh, do my part, at least with spreading, like, if there's food pickups or masks available or any kind of, like, you know, whatever. Because people still need stuff, right? There's a lot of people who are not working. There's a lot of folks who are kind of struggling to get stuff to survive, essentials, or even past essentials, like you know, mental health stuff and like stuff that just like they could be creative. So if there's anything that you come across, man, that you could, that I can get out to my network, let me know. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, for, for what I see with food drives, the majority of churches are doing that right there. I see one around Downey by, uh, by the second street and, uh, by, by that theater over there. Um, I, I've seen a, a, like a few people. By the Krikorian, the Krikorian theater? Yeah, there it is. That, by that one right there. And, um, Next to the Epic Lounge, not that far from there, you know? I was passing around Yeah, it's there like that same, that same block and shit. I seen they were doing a little food drive there, and then I passed by, like, a few other churches, like, and it's, like, certain days that they do it, and the um, majority of people are all lined up, ready to get some help and support. And it's understandable, because, you know, these times are very difficult. Some people ain't working. Some people are not receiving checks, and so, like, you know, or 
some of them are going to get it when it's like way too late. And shit, like, I mean, I was know. just barely able to apply this morning for, you know, funds for independent contractor 1099 self-employed folks. So we'll see what happens, man. They said hopefully like eight days for a notification and then another. So like two weeks, hopefully, you know, but we'll see. I'm not sure. Yeah, most definitely. And also for as a support and helping out people like a creative right now, if you guys are artists or not artists, if you guys are artists, this is what I'm saying. Strategize and think about what's going to be your next move. How are you going to go ahead and approach people? How are you going to go ahead and make things happen? Like, just strategize on what you think you need to perfect on or what you think is best or, or what you really want to do. If you really want it, you're going to go for it. That's always a bit, most definitely right there. Right now, I got four four songs that I've written down on hold. And I'm over here just like scratching and feeling like I want to go do my shit. I can imagine how other people are uh, due to the fact that I haven't done shows in a while. I'm like more eager than ever to really come out on the stage and, and promote it. So I can imagine how other people that have already been on the scene nonstop still pushing it, how, how y'all be feeling right now, you know? Well, a lot yeah. of us are just finding out how to do live shit, right? Like Echo was telling me yesterday, he was putting on his own like live concerts. I see people doing concerts, quote unquote, in their kitchens or whatever, their backyards. Like I've been thinking about ways to strategize, set up a little space where I could do some like live entertainment shit. But uh, it's all about, uh, you know, being flexible and, you know, being able to adapt and survive, man. That's pretty much unfortunate to say. I feel like there's a lot of people who... You know, this is this situation is going to change them. You know, they're not going to come out being the same people they were when they went in Uh, and not just music and artists. But like, you know, people are realizing how important family is or like spending more time with their family or like, you know, they saw how not secure their job is. And, you know, what's the point of being miserable if you you know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of like perspective and shifts. Stable for emergency money. Right, yeah, like, that was one of the biggest things, like, people in the U.S., most, I think, I don't know the exact statistic, but it was, like, a big number, can't even access, like, $500 in an emergency, you know, so there's definitely going to be a lot of people changing their perception, and artists, creatives, you know, they're learning new skills, new, like you said, new strategies, there's new things coming out, and how they can, you know, try to plot their next moves, and a lot of people are probably going to realize that this is not what they really want to do. You know, they don't got they don't got the stomach for it, the passion for it, the the grind for it. And then other people, are, I think, are going to be put in a situation where this is the only thing they want to do, and now they're going to want it. They're going to be more hungry for it than ever. You know, so we'll see what happens. That struggle with struggle, there's always going to be struggle. So that's another thing I'm going to tell people: like, don't give up. You know, I I not not being embarrassed, but I am ashamed to say that I gave up like two years ago because a lot of a lot of moments where like where I, I would do so much as an artist all I gotta tell you is don't do so much for others don't worry about others everybody's gonna do what they gotta do at their own pace focus on what you gotta do focus on yourself that's fucked up and selfish as it sounds at the end of the day you're the one that's doing the work you're the one that's actually putting it up so focus really on yourself I mean you are the host of the selfish hour right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're telling yeah, you people you know, the be selfish advice, you know? Yeah, so yeah, take it from the man himself. himself <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's also another reason I call it selfish hour because I've gone around and I've dealt with a lot of selfish people that only came around me just due to the name or just due to the fact that they wanted hooks or they just wanted something to really stand out and make their project stand out and not really like work or respect me like that. So after that, I just said, all right, cool. 
And once I start playing their game around their areas or, or, or around their people and they realize that I actually triumph from talking shit because that's how I started with the music was talking shit. It's always having fun talking shit. I've been surrounded by fools that are on their 20s, 18, 16s, while I was just 12 years old, ciphering, and they'll be talking shit about me all the time. And then they laughed about me even more once I said first, well, like what I wanted to be called was Camel Toe 11. It was like, oh, Camel Toe this, Camel Toe that. And then once they found out how many how many punchlines I had for that, these motherfuckers said, hey, you know what? I, I just want I don't want to call you that no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I bet you don't, motherfucker. You are what you eat, so stop being the dick, you know? <laughs> Got him. And I've had foods like, you know, like, uh, what was it? Um, my first battle, I remember, um, it was in Second Street where I got uh, signed up. You know, because, like, somebody canceled, and I said, fuck it, I'm down. I jumped in, and uh, it was, like, some, uh, some some Asian guy with, uh, with a lot of... Uh, like colors on them, like super fruity colors. So I took advantage of that, used that, used that as uh, his shit, used my name against me. And then after that, when it came to like round two and three, like it was just, it was fun. It was super fun as fuck, you know? I've been doing battles for a while, but a lot of people don't really like to put it up because I don't take things personal, but I do take music serious. And when I talk shit, I talk some shit. When you grow up around a family that says, you got to make the point. You got to make the point, you know, and, and, and I'm going to make my fucking point. <laughs> so you said you were like 12 or 13. Is that how long you've been doing this shit since like, was that? Uh, I've been doing it 18 years now. I'm already 30, so it's 18 years of freestyling and talking shit professionally. Pretty much. Uh, professional <laughs> shit talker for 30 years. <laughs> uh, but honestly, my son um, doing that, it's got its perks. But the majority of it does have its downfalls. But at the end of the day, for some weird reason, due to the fact that I've always been kicked to the floor and always been in a fucked up situation, I know how to make the best of it. You know, work with what you have. So I mean, uh, yeah, without struggle, there would be no progress, right? And like every every adverse obstacle is a chance to overcome and you know level up and evolve and all that. So yeah, I mean, it's usually the people that have been kicked down the most and who are still standing that have the most to offer and shit. You know? Yeah, most definitely. So when I be listening to people and. Uh, with what to be doing with freestyles and how they go about it. It's just like, oh, damn, all that what you say is has experience behind it, and I love it. You're using it to the best advantage and the best of work. And uh, to me personally, back then, like, I didn't, I don't like watching soap operas or TVs like that. But, you know, it's just a human thing. When it happens in front of you, it happens, you know? Like, you're like a train wreck. Arguing. You can't look away, you know? <laughs> like your homie arguing with his girlfriend. We're over here trying to have a session. It's like, hey, dog, <laughs> that fucked up. Who the fuck is Susie? <laughs> oh man, she's been loyal to you, dog. What's going on? You know, like it's fucked up. You see, just like I'll be that fool right there. I'd be talking like that at the TV sometimes. People hate watching shows with me because that's exactly how you were just commenting on real life. That's what I'd be doing, like in the theater and shit. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but that's me right there. Whatever something like that happens. Like something fucked up, I have to say something. I'll be right there, like, oh shit, did you see that stupid bitch? So you you were that full you were that full instigating all the time and shit, huh? No wonder why people yeah, are always trying like, to kick you down, bro. You're over there starting fights, <laughs> making it hot. Hey, but you, but the thing is, I, I didn't say I didn't make up stories or make up lies. What they're really upset is with the truth, you know, and that's how you have to hit them sometimes, you know, is with the truth. <laughs> all facts, bro. All facts. 
Uh, so we've been going for like 30 minutes right now. Again, if you're watching live, thank you for tuning in. We're not monitoring the chat, so I'll be looking at all your comments and anything later. If you have any follow-up questions for Camo or any, uh, you know, you have any anything that we talked about y'all want to expand on some folks reached out after yesterday's convo and like we were in the messages and shit so feel free to follow up uh but at this time i kind of want to just ask like what are your plans post like if the if the if you knew for a fact that we were good you know we still had to like be six feet apart or whatever but you know you could go out like where what's the first thing you're doing after the lockdown you know the first thing I'm doing is going to go to Motize and record the music that I have left, organize how we're going to go about it with the album, the order, the mixtape, and the EP. The, the, I'm going to be hitting up Night Flare so we can take photo shoots. And, uh, shout out Night Flare. already have every, Yeah, shout out Night Flare. sponsor NightFlare.LA. Go ahead and follow them. Yo, the edibles and Motize Productions right there along with Super Audio. Yeah. For sure, man. Well, you know, thank you for uh, being one of my guinea pigs until I figure out this whole live thing. We were having our little issues, so I'm glad we figured out all the technical difficulties. This one went a lot smoother. You didn't, we didn't get a dropped call. I think the audio came out better, so every time it's getting better, man. So I appreciate you and being part of that journey and helping me to get better, man. It makes it makes it makes this transition easier, like actually working with folks, like I said, that I would have been seen at the local shows or, you know, working on podcasts or doing like, you know, music together or whatever. So uh, really appreciate you, man. And uh, stay up, stay safe. I know you're out there, you know, doing your job. Make sure you stay, stay healthy, immune system, all that. Get your 211s in, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you got your anxiety, oh, stress relievers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, have a good one. And uh, thank you for everything, bro. Appreciate it. Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect while I feast the labels picking up the check, then I leave to catch my set.